Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Ken Burns is a documentarian. Now, to the extent that also makes him a historian, well, if you're going to tell, for example, the story of baseball, you're going to tell the Civil War as he's done, you've probably done some research. You've done some studying, and and I would not take that away from the man. I would, however, question his political acumen and whether or not he engages in conversations that are conversations that just exist because of their historical merit or rather for their ideological purpose. Thus, when he goes on the CNN morning show, as if anybody still watches that thing, that Poppy Harlow and uh, Caitlin Collins are still having to put up with Don Lemon. I feel for them that Chris Licht still has this as his morning show is beyond me. They brought in a new uh, executive, new executive producer. He's a serious, serious dude. I've met the dude. He can't want this. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants Don Lemon. People want gout more than they want Don Lemon. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. And here they are discussing the idea that those evil, wascally Republicans, all they want to do is impose white supremacy upon us. Specifically, Tucker Carlson. It's a, it's a Tucker Carlson kind of day. And uh, and Governor Ron DeSantis. So they're talking about a photo of John Lewis, the late congressman, is the last photo of his, of his life, professional photo. And uh, Poppy Harlow is asking uh, about this. And it goes like this. The New Republic says this book speaks to our moment precisely because it refuses to lie about the past. I just wanted to include everything. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll see kids playing uh, guns in the middle of the Dust Bowl. You'll see girls dancing on the beach in Jamestown, Rhode Island. You'll see other playfulness. You'll see the beauty of this continent. But you'll see all of the things that we also are. And, you know, what that New Republic thing is, I think it may be the best review I've ever gotten in my life. They said this is an anti-fascist book right and so what we see is this narrowing and saying only you can treat one thing is right out of the authoritarian playbook if a company disney disagrees with me i change their tax status if somebody um you know uh, a, a state employee disagrees with me i fire them this is not a democracy that's an authoritarian now one could argue well i agree with that then you would agree Uh, They aren't saying the things I want them to say or I agree with, so I make sure they're never able to get tax-exempt status for their 501c3. That's what the IRS did to the Tea Party. Is it or is it not the same? It seems that we've got a theme today. I I guess, uh, compared to, to other hosts, I'm actually totally into that. I'm totally into the connective tissue 
If, if you were with me for my night show early, early on in my, in my career, I'd love to discuss the idea of connecting the dots. I was always talking about connecting the the dots, and I would play the I play the theme. Do you remember the the show Get Smart? Uh, it was uh, Don Don Don. I was going to say Don Knotts, but it's Don Adams. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Don Knotts. It was. It was. It was this. It was the the theme to Get Smart. And he's walking through all the doorways and everything else. Such a good theme. Such a good theme. I love it. I love finding the places that that connect. If you are going to state that it is simply wrong to say, well, you did X, so we do Y, in terms of the idea of retribution, if you believe that is wrong, I don't like this, so you're fired. I don't like this, so you're throttled. I don't like this, so you... Then you oppose the IRS doing that to the Tea Party back in the day. You oppose Twitter doing that to everybody just a year ago. You oppose it. And you should say so. You should say so. And and they continue in this conversation. There's a reason you put a child on the front, right? I mean, this not only is a photo of 1949, right? Yeah. By your, by your, your mentor, Jerome Liebling. But it's also about what are we creating for, for our kids. That's right. I wanted to say this is all of us. So you'll see photographs in here from very famous people and from anonymous people and from sort of what we would call snapshots. There's ordinary folks or so-called ordinary folks. And there's great people. There's a picture of Abraham Lincoln in there. But he's not on the cover. This kid is as important as Abraham Lincoln. That's the heart of a democracy. It says that we value every individual life. And this kid with his improbable hockey shirt, with his coat, the rakish hat, his attitude, he's looking at my mentor, Jerome Liebling, and they're seeing each other as equals. And there's no communication in this world except among equals. And the kind of hierarchies that that Tucker Carlson and Ron DeSantis are trying to superimpose over us are extraordinarily dangerous to this experiment. That Tucker Carlson and Ron DeSantis are trying to superimpose over us? It wasn't them limiting people's speech. It's not them claiming that if you don't agree with us, you're a bigot and a racist and you should be shut down. You shouldn't be allowed to have a job. You shouldn't be allowed on a college campus. It wasn't DeSantis and Tucker Carlson saying, you either put up a sign supporting Black Lives Matter in your shop window or we'll take out your shop. Ken Burns, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? If you disagree with Governor DeSantis or Fox News host Tucker Carlson or Tony Katz, go right ahead. But do it with logic. Not with this pseudo-intellectualism and the pseudo-intellectualism on display from Ken Burns, the documentarian, continues. Call it a narrowing, and we have to run, but is it, what is it, racism? 
Well, I think it's right now, There's it's just white supremacy. There's a kind of fear of the other. And so what you're seeing, we saw it in our film on the Holocaust, you know, it's easy to make a person other. I, I, let me just put it simply, Don, this way. I've been making films for almost 50 years about the U.S., capital U, capital S. But I've also been making films about us, mm. the two-letter lowercase plural pronoun. And anytime anybody tells you that it's anything else other than us, there's only us. And when somebody tells you there's a them, move away, move away. There's no them, there's only us. So I should move away from Joe Biden. I should move away from The View. I should move away from CNN, and I should move away, Ken Burns, from you who just referred to Ron DeSantis as a white supremacist. You're the other, the guy doing the othering. That's you. It would be one thing to say, here's a policy that I think is a failure and here's why. It's another thing to put a guy on your television network to in a, in, while, while hawking a book, which feel free, to engage in a radical bit of pseudo-intellectualism. To make the claim uh, that he's a bigot. You see, my book shows that Ron Santis really hates everybody who doesn't look like him. I don't look like him. I don't think he hates me. I don't look like Ayanna Presley, and I'm pretty positive that the representative from Massachusetts hates me. Now what? I can say as clear as day, I do not hate Ayanna Presley. I find her policies horrific. I don't know the woman. I don't spend any time thinking about her. Now, maybe I've got a little hit more hate in my heart for Rashida Tlaib, because maybe, just maybe, I've got myself a little bit of angst towards Jew-hating bigots. I admit it! I'm not perfect. That's just me. You could be different. But if I disagree with her on policy, if I were to state I am not a fan of anti-Semites, I'm, I'm the bad guy now? She's the anti-Semite! I state I don't like anti-Semites. I'm the bad guy. Weird flex. Weird, weird flex. But he wasn't he wasn't done. There was a whole nother section where he decides he's gonna talk about education. And Burns is here now. Also he has a new book out, Our America, a photographic history. It is fantastic. We have been thumbing through it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You were moved enough to write about this bill and what's going on with the whole idea of critical race theory and not teaching the full history of this country. Why? Critical race theory is different than teaching the full history of this country. And it's at least good to know, Don Lemon, that we do have places teaching critical race theory, which is bigotry. It teaches oppressed and oppressor. It teaches kids to hate each other based on the color of their skin or hate themselves based on the color of their skin. It was college-level stuff. It has now permeated into the curriculum, which is why it should be referred to as critical race curriculum, not critical race theory. And we now know that it's being pushed everywhere. And yes, Ron DeSantis was right to push it out of a college curriculum, 
where it wasn't talking about black history. It had black history where you also learned about queer theory. And with all due respect, that's not black history. That's weird. That's a whole other thing, which you can feel free to teach, but it shouldn't be part of an advanced placement uh, uh, history course on, on quote-unquote black history. But check out Ken Burns. You know, what makes America great is not the suppression of ideas or the pursuit of every corner of those ideas may lead us or the facts. It's, it's about who we are and how we investigate who we are and celebrate the diversity of who we are. All of these bills. Celebrating the diversity of who we are is not what makes us great. As a matter of fact, let's start making an argument. And I think, uh, I think uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is doing a pretty good job of this in his first days of running for president. The diversity conversation is a problem. Celebrating our diversity doesn't let us celebrate what connects us. And what connects us is supposed to be the American dream and the American ethos. What connects us is the Constitution and the rule of law. What connects us is this idea that we all aspire to the ideal that is the idea of America. I don't want to know, and I don't necessarily care about your diversity. I didn't say that you should hide it. But I don't want to celebrate it. Let's celebrate what connects us, and then we can learn about other things. But we don't celebrate what connects us. We want to celebrate what divides us. That's not an American ethos. That is the radicalness of over the last 50 years. And maybe, just maybe, that's a freaking problem that DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're, they're narrowing the focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet system or, you know, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from uh, 1-6. It's just uh, a, a kind of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level. It's a it's, it's huge threat to our republic. Showing videos that were given to him by the Speaker of the House, Tucker Carlson showing these videos, that's a threat to our republic? Showing other parts of January 6th is a threat to our republic? What the hell are you talking about? This is considered an intellectual conversation. People are going to go, oh, that Ken Burns, ooh, he had a lot to say. Not one person on that panel... To, be, to even think about a level of pushback. Well, he's attacking Tucker Carlson, and that's good to attack Fox News. And he's attacking Ron DeSantis, and that's good too. So as long as it moves narrative. You want the Soviet system. How about the idea of limiting people, which is what happened with big tech, in conjunction with the federal government? That is the definition of fascism. If you want to understand something in a Soviet system, well, Tony, they're communists, not fascists. When you learn fascism is a tool and not actually a place on the political spectrum and your brain explodes from figuring that one out, uh, come back to me. Come back to me. Because when you can do that, you'll have connected the dots. And when you connect the dots... It's pretty cool. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. Do, 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 shaboom. 
Life could be a dream If I could take you up in paradise up above I'm going to share with you a very simple story, which is that I went home one day and I said, well, what's... Why are conservatives bad, Mommy? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve things. <laughs> I couldn't reconcile it. Now I can. <laughs> <sighs> Thank goodness nobody in the Biden administration is trying to divide us. <sighs> Honestly, can we just start drinking now? Kylan, can I get a ruling on that? Kylan's in uh, in the uh, studio today. Can we just start drinking right now? We're almost done with the show. Might as well. We're, we're all, we, we we've got a fair amount left to left. Yeah, I don't an know hour where and you're a half, going. I think yeah. I don't know where you're going. It'll I, make I the believe... last hour super super interesting. Stay tuned for that. Right. <laughs> I like how you tried to sell it. Do the whole thing, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I cannot recall, I, I certainly can recall as a kid, many conversations around our kitchen table, business conversations, sales conversations. You know, my parents worked for themselves. If you didn't sell, you didn't eat. That's It was simple as that. And with, without question, there were political conversations. And I can't say that my father was the most... Um, deft at uh, towing the line between talking about policy and people. But I never walked away from a family dinner into which we had dinner together as a family most every night. Um, I never walked away saying, yeah, I hate those people. Never, 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 never. As a matter of fact, I think I walked away from from those meals saying there's probably a better way to say this. But I wasn't cognizant of the fact and cogent of the fact that I, I, I could come up with a better way. It came much later in, in, in my life. But I never like came home and said, Mom, why are liberals terrible? Like that never that never happened. And so when I hear the vice president, Kamala Harris, tell that story. I am led to a place where I say, my God, do I not believe her at all? Like on a scale of one to I don't believe, I I just I just don't believe her. Nothing about her comes across as well well confident, right? No confidence in her, no belief that what she's saying is true. Let's compare this to a poll, and you know how I feel about polls. 57.6% of respondents in a poll from the Trafalgar Group think that the United States should be more aggressive in leading a global coalition to contain China. I do not think that this is a good idea. I mean, do I believe in the poll? I don't know. Global coalition? Oh, no, 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 no. I like the idea of putting pressure. I'm not opposed to the idea of pressure. But I think if we're going to take on China, we have to take on China. And then other nations will, will fall in line, right? And they'll find their, their, their place and their, and their spot. But I'm not going to listen to some South American nation about how we should handle the threat from China, nor will I listen to Germany on it. Although the German chancellor, I think it was the German chancellor, uh, was saying to China, if you arm Russia, 
this is going to be a problem. Don't you dare arm Russia, which I was very happy to see. Because they don't need our permission to do that. They can do that all on their own. That's my point about putting together a coalition. Everything is at TonyCats.Locals.com. And this is Tony Katz Today. Sometimes a story is more than a story. Sometimes a story tells something completely different. Like, if you were to take a look at the New York Times and take a look at their tweet, they would say to prevent robberies, quote, we are putting out a clear call to all of our shops. Do not allow people to enter the store without taking off their face mask, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City said. That's the tweet, the whole tweet, the entirety of the tweet. The mayor of New York, Eric Adams, saying to shop owners, hey, don't let people who are covering their face be in your store because they might steal and then you won't be able to recognize them and we won't be able to prosecute them. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. TonyKatz.Locals.com. That's the mayor of New York making this, well, one could consider a normal statement. Except why is the statement being made now? Why wasn't the statement being made a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? Is it only noticeable now? That if you're wearing a mask, if you're wearing a mask, you might be hard to pick out in a crowd. It might be difficult to know who you are. It might be a problem in saying, hey, you're committing the crime and we're able to identify you. Are you suggesting at all and in any way that wearing masks led to an increase of crime? Well, the answer is, of course you are. But you forced people to wear the masks because of COVID, even though the mask didn't stop COVID. You didn't care. And only now, some nearly three years later, are you telling shop owners, don't let people wear masks in your store? I, the, the, the comedy writes itself, folks. It's an unreal story coming from the mayor of New York. But no one should be surprised by this absolute level of ignorance. That you can actually say to people, the thing that we recommended led to the problem that we now want you not to allow to happen. Well, how do you tell people not to wear a mask in a society that told everybody, well, you have to wear a mask, otherwise you're going to get your grandma killed. How do you now change that around? The suggestion from the mayor is to eliminate the understanding of the guilt that a certain political party, and I should say it's more than just a political party, holds for pushing this idea upon the American people. That you have to wear a mask in order to be healthy. You have to wear a mask in order to be safe. How in the world did you not see this coming? And as you've been dealing with this increase in crime for the past year plus, how did you not say anything about it then? Well, it's an increase in crime, but at least everybody's staying alive. Masks never did anything to help with COVID. Ever, 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 ever. Wait, hold on. Ever, 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 ever. 
Masks never stopped COVID. A mask can stop something. A mask just doesn't stop what is aerosolized. It just doesn't. And the way Americans wear them, they have gaps. The cloth masks never did anything. The surgical mask could barely do anything. You'd have to be wearing an N95 mask all the time. And none of you could wear an N95 mask 12 hours a day plus. Just could not be done. This is really... This is really something else. This is an incredible story. As the New York uh, Post put it, New York shoppers need to ditch masks to show that they aren't crooks. See, it's the only way, it's the only way you know that someone's safe is if they're not wearing a mask now. I'm sorry, that's just that's just spectacular. Now, this goes the other way. Not only can you not wear a mask, pretty soon he's going to be a guy who's like, we need facial recognition. You have to be scanned when you enter a store to make sure that you're all right. I was, I was flying, um, of course, uh, over, over the, the, the weekend when I was at CPAC, coming back from CPAC, and they have this thing called Clear. Have you heard of Clear? So it, it happens at the airport, and what I think it is it's 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 retinal scan, right? Clearme.com, how it works. Stress-free airport security nationwide. And you enroll in minutes, and then you find their clear lane, and they keep you moving. Step up to the pod and scan your boarding pass. You'll be prompted to verify you, you are your... Wait, this is how it's read. You'll be prompted to verify you are you... With your eyes or fingerprint, there you go. Once verified, an ambassador will escort you to the front for the physical screening. Wait, how does Clear help me then? I don't have to stand in line. I get to go to the front if I allow myself to be facially recognized. So Clear is about identification. That's different than TSA PreCheck. That identifies travelers deemed low risk through a security threat assessment performed by the Transportation Security Administration. Now, I oppose this as well. I oppose TSA PreCheck because this is the idea that you can somehow pay for your rights. Rich people can pay some money and be told that they're good people and get through security and not have to deal with all the craziness. I, I, I find that gross. We're now saying to people, you get to fly based on whether or not uh, we've determined, uh, you know, whether you're okay. And the only way to do that is if you give us money. Only the rich people get this deal. That's nuts. I don't know how anybody even thinks that this is normal. It's not. Rich people can pay for a better safety experience. Oh, and I'm sickened by the TSA. The TSA at Reagan National Airport, despicable and nasty. Nasty people. Come on, move, move. Get over there. Get over there. Push your baggage through the cart. Uh, I don't put uh, through the belt, right? They like, he goes through and they're like, push your bag. Why am I pushing my bags? You push my bags. What else are you there for? To look good in a blue shirt? And then the thing that I never do, and I, and I don't do it. When when you when the stuff has gone through the uh, on the belt, it's gone through the X-ray, which I don't mind the X-ray. By the way, I don't mind security. I have no issue with airport security. I have an issue with the TSA. And and it'll, you'll be on the other side and you'll get your stuff and you know you've you've got those trays and you put it in the trays. 
I, they're like, put the trays on the cart, or like, right? They've got this push cart thing, you stack up the trays. I don't do that. No, 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 no. I don't work for you. I'm not putting my tray anywhere. I don't lift trays. If you want me to use a tray to put things on the belt, because otherwise things fall through the belt and get stuck, I have no problem with that. I'll put it on, and, and, and there it is. And they have some systems where they basically put the tray on for you now. But I'm not here to collect trays. I don't care if it makes your life difficult, TSA. Let me say it again. I don't give a damn if your life is difficult. Do your job. But do it politely. There are signs up at the Reagan airport that discuss the idea if, if you're rude and if you're abusive to a, a member of the TSA, you can have fines up to 13000 $13,910, I think is what it is. They're threatening you at the quick with their signage. Then they treat you like complete and total crap. TSA members need to learn to damn well behave themselves. Act normal. Be decent. Be respectful. Be kind. Don't be a bunch of giant jerk faces, you giant jerk faces. Your job doesn't really matter. Now that's considered a very rude thing to say. That's considered a very rude thing to say that someone's job doesn't matter i put forth to you that tsa is indeed a jobs program i'll also put forth to you that there are some seriously good and decent people working tsa it's a job they took the job and they do take it seriously and they are respectful that's absolutely the case i haven't had really that many run-ins with the tsa in my beloved indianapolis i was coming back from arizona and, you know, you, 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 the, the, the whole, I don't usually step into the machine and raise my arms, right? I'm not guilty of anything. I don't like the idea of raising my arms. And I also didn't step into that machine because I thought that machine was, was super awkward. Like, I didn't actually trust it. It's, it's scanning you, and it, it, right? So it's my own, like, like, apprehensions about it, plus the raising the hands. You have to, you have to pat me down. Well, I was with the family. We're coming back from vacation. I'm like, you know what? I'll go through the machine. I went through the machine. They're like, put your hands up. And they're not even nice about it. I'll lift them, but I'm not, I'm not putting them over my head. I'm not, I'm not doing it. They're up. They're up. Leave me alone. And the woman says to me, this is true. The TSA agency says, put them up over your head. I said, this is as high as I go. Now she then sees me grab my luggage I'm putting on my jacket. She starts yelling at me, you have to stay where you are. We're going to check you again. You lied to me because I just saw you put on your jacket. I didn't lie to anybody. I said, this is as high as I go. She took it as, I have no ability to raise my hands above my head. If she said to me, well, if that's as high as you go, we're going to have to pat you down. I would have said, okay, pat me down. So I have to now stand there I'm waiting, and all of a sudden she comes back and says, they said you don't have to wait around, but you're a liar. She's screaming at me. She's, yeah. I just looked at her like she had nine heads. I then went and, and uh, met up with my family and described to them, especially my kids, that there are people out there who love the power, love and adore the power, and man, they want you to know that they are in charge. They're desperate for it. Your job is never to be abused by these terrible, awful 
people, and they are terrible and they are awful. People who take their badge or their uniform or anything else and decide that they can hold it over you, which is exactly what happened at the Reagan National Airport with the TSA as I was flying home. They were the nastiest group of people you ever saw. None of it's necessary. They're nasty. They are rude. They are dismissive. It's not my fault they hate their job. Be nice. But nope, they've got the signs up reminding you that you have to somehow treat them well or you go to jail. You have to treat them nice or you're guilty. There's no sign about how they have to treat you. And that's disgusting. Because TSA has to treat the people going to the airport nicely or they can go find another damn job. And I'm not interested in hearing about how the TSA sees it. I demand, wait for it, sensitivity training. (laughs) Words you never thought I'd say, yet here I am. And you know I'm right. For TSA agents, so they learn how to be decent people because it's very obvious that far too many of them, at least at the Ronald Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C., are not decent people. They're just mean jerks. But note that the signage is for us. We're the ones who have to act in a certain way. No signage for them. They can act in any way they choose. Does that make sense to you? Of course not. It's backwards. It is backwards. Which is when you get back to Eric Adams and this this mask conversation, it's it's they didn't understand, didn't see, refused to see how forcing people into masks when masks didn't work could lead to people feeling pretty emboldened about committing crimes and not being recognized. And they could have stopped this years ago. But since they believe that they know better than you and they should have power over you, they told you not to notice what is real, but to do what you are told. And then if you don't wear a mask, you don't get to go into the public transportation. You don't get to go to the movies. You don't get to go to the restaurant. You don't this and you don't that and you don't the other. No rules for them as Gavin Newsom goes to dinner and this one goes on vacation. Rules for you. And now that they see crime going up, oh, by the way, people should take off their masks because, you know, so much crime. Always remember who's on the top of the pecking order. It is we the people. And anytime someone doesn't remember this, you have to remind them of it. And so you should. And so you should. I'm Tony Katz. So I made a rookie mistake. I made a Twitter rookie mistake. And my Twitter feed is paying the price for it. So it's so awful. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Um, I, I, I had seen the, you talk about, you know, the, the January 6th videos and, and, and everything else. And, and I, I, I shared uh, uh, the, this tweet uh, to respond to Adam Kinzinger. 
Adam Kinzinger had written, I hope the media take every one of Tucker Carlson's false assertions and ask Speaker McCarthy if he agrees. He cannot skirt away from answering. It appears Fox News is continuing to knowingly lie to its viewers. To which I responded, please describe how Tucker Carlson or Fox News are lying to their viewers. Which, clearly, if you were following the thread, is specific to the idea of these January 6th videos. Um, I didn't put the January 6th videos. I, I didn't discuss that. Um, I, 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 and I put that out there and it's like, oh, oh no, Tony. Oh no, you did not just ask the whole of Twitter to share with you how they think Fox News is lying. This, this is the basic example. This is the basic, uh, uh, I was able to encapsulate what my Twitter feed sounds like right now. Loud noises! It's, it's all my fault. It is all my fault. I did it. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Uh, I should know better. I'm better than this. Oh, oh God, it'll calm down. It'll calm down in a, in a day or two, but oh my God. Oh, it's such a mess. It's such a brutal mess. What are you going to do? I was so, I was so talking about uh, this, this uh, sharing of the January 6th videos. That's what I thought Kinsinger was talking about. Oh, uh, I did it. It's on me. It's on me, people. My error completely. And I'd like to apologize to myself for doing something so foolhardy. It's embarrassing. It really is. It completely and totally is. Keep it here. Find everything. TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.